Hi guys, I'm Z, and we are here with Pastor Jeff, and we're talking about going all in this week. So, Pastor Jeff, um, while I was listening to the sermon tonight, you were talking about how we can't repay the debt that we owe. Mm -hmm. Um, The only thing we can do is love the people as we have been loved. Right. And so, on an individual-to-individual basis, what does that look like? How does that play out? when we're with each other. Yeah, so that the way that plays out like in real time in real life is first of all remembering or knowing what Christ did for us. You know, so we talked about Romans 6:23 the wages of sin is death. So wages is what you're paid for what you do. So we earn death because of our sin basically. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And so we kind of looked at that a little bit and said, well, what is our debt that had to be paid? And we talked about how the Bible uses these metaphors, like we're enslaved to sin, we're in bondage to sin, we're trapped in sin, we're dead in sin, all these different metaphors. And basically what, what God is describing there is that we're in this cycle of sin that we can't break ourselves out of, right? So our righteousness is like filthy rags. We can't purchase our own sin. It's not by works that you're saved, but by grace through faith. So all these different things that the Bible will talk about. And so when we when we understand all that, we look and say, man, the only way that I could ever get out of my sin is if God gifted me salvation. So Jesus bought, paid for our salvation by his death on the cross. And then when I receive that gift, right, then then I am saved. And so that's that is the debt of love. It's a gift that I cannot repay. Uh, I like to say Jesus paid a debt he didn't know because we owe a debt that we cannot pay. So it's a gift that I cannot repay. The only thing that I can do is change. I can be like him then. And I use the example of uh, a a guy, a young man here at our church that just passed away a couple weeks ago, and he was an organ donor. And when he donated his organs, uh, three people received life because of his organ donation. Well, they can't repay that. It's it's impossible, right, to repay that. The only thing they can do is be changed by it, and the people around them can't repay it, but they probably all became organ donors. They, they did what was done for them, right? So on an individual basis, that's how we do that. It, when I look and say, man, I was a a jerk to God. You're a jerk to me. God forgives me. Yes, Yuzi, you're a jerk. (laughs) God forgives me. Therefore, I would forgive you because I've been forgiven, right? Uh, Someone, instead of holding bitterness towards someone, I would give them compassion and mercy because compassion and mercy was given to me. The only thing I can do to repay the debt is to act like Christ and how he paid my debt off for me. So you would just look through like individual relationships. It's your roommate, it's your mom, it's your, you know, your wife, you, whatever the relationship is. And you would look and say, I want to be like Christ is to me, to them. And we have to remember that whatever someone has done to us, we have done to Jesus. And he forgives us for it. And so to be Christ-like, we forgive them the way that we've been forgiven. And it would just, it, it's everything from like 
the guy that cut you off in traffic to like a, a person who grew up without a dad or a mom because they abandoned them. You know, the, the deepest wounds we would have in life, and we, we love each other in that way. So it, it kind of, it's kind of case by case. You know, you almost have to talk it through on, on, on individual circumstances, but it's that mindset is how we play it with each other. Okay, so it's a mindset. And uh, so while you were giving that answer, I was thinking about <clears throat> another thing is, uh, another way we could do that is when I have a mindset of service, I'm doing things in the church. I'm yep. doing things for my fellow believers. I'm doing things for anybody who needs them, if, as, I, as I see a need. Um, so what would you say to the person who feels that they've taken on too much responsibility uh, just because maybe they don't know how to say no or they just see too many needs around them and they feel obligated to fulfill them because that's just their heart? Yeah. So I, I love where you're going with that. Like the reason we serve and give money and all that kind of stuff, we do that out of gratitude. The Bible tells us to do that. So we're not doing it out of obligation. We're not paying off a debt. We're doing it out of a gratitude. Now, what you're talking about is when I kind of go too far with it and I said yes to too many things or I'm enabling a person or something like that. And what I would do is I would back that up again and I would say, okay, would Jesus do that? Would, would Jesus run around with like a chicken with his head cut off, like trying to do everything in the world? Or did he focus on a few people? Did he heal one person in the crowd of many people who needed healed? Right? He had like a, a pattern to his life that we can see and address. And so part of what I know, this is, this is uh, I use the um, application of Romans 12, 1 and 2 tonight of testing and knowing what God's perfect will is. And there's many ways to approach that passage, but for our conversation tonight, I was approaching it with when I see what God sees, or we would say when the Holy Spirit leads me to something, and it's what God wants me to be involved with, I should test that, right? So I'm not going to say yes to things usually until I pray about them a lot. I'm going to see why, I'm going to seek wise counsel. I'm going to talk, in my case, to my wife and then to our elders and things like that, to friends. And I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that if I, if I say yes to an investment, I can invest deeply into it, right? Because when I overcommit to things, even though I said yes, I actually just let the person down, right? So I'm going to, I want to make sure that God's leading me toward it. I'm going to seek wise counsel in that. And, and then my yeses are going to be few, but they're going to be deep. Kind of the, another path of this is, is enabling someone. So this person keeps using me and I keep saying yes. And the Bible would draw another line there and say, no, we don't enable people. Like sometimes the most loving thing I do is stand up to you the most loving thing I do is say no to you. And so for me to love you, I need to do what's in your best interest. One of the things Paul said there in Romans 13 was he says, love, love never harms the neighbor. So if I'm enabling you, I'm actually harming you. That's I'm, a great point. That makes sense? Yeah. So again, I would get wise counsel. I would Christian friends and, and uh, older people at the church or parents, you know, maybe your mom and dad, those kind of things. People who have been there, done that a little bit, tend to have a, an eye for it. But I'm not, I, going, I want to do everything in love. And sometimes that's a yes, and sometimes that's a no. 
and I'm seeking God as he kind of walks me through that process. Excellent, excellent points. So we're seeking God for the the people that we need to help. Right. Uh, we're looking for those no-brainer moments. Those no-brainer uh, moments, right. And, and so for the things that are less than no-brainer moments, we're seeking wise counsel. Yeah, and when we look at, like we were talking about all in, all out this weekend, and you know, we, we looked at sports ministries, uh, leadership development, and opioid rehab. Well, those are three things that we've chose as a church out of three billion things that are good and worthy causes. Why do we choose those three? Well, we, we prayed about it, and we felt like the Lord opened doors. I prayed a lot about it. Our elders did. We'll fast over that. You know, we'll seek wise counsel. We'll talk to the church. There's a process, and if people say, why did you choose these three, these three, three things and not these three things, I would say, well, I, felt, I feel like we've, we felt led to do that. And the people of the church did because they responded with it, right? Mm-hmm. So are these th- three things important? They are that they may be very important, they're not the things that God led us to. So there's another part of the body of Christ that will do this, but we're real confident we need to do this. Why would do that personally, too, right? And so I'm just seeking God through that process.